Welcome everyone to Mindset Monday. I'm Denise Zach. So glad you're here. We're with Game Plan U today. And for those of you who do not know what Game Plan U is, it is a, a, a corporation, a, a business that helps founders and startups to get in front of investors to meet, more importantly, other founders who are in the same space as them, who are doing the same things with sports tech startups. And all of these startups are these amazing people who are changing the way that we consume sports, that we watch sports, that we interact with sports through gaming and betting and wearables and, and platforms and fan engagement. And um, it is an amazing, amazing group of our founders that are in this Game Plan U community. Um, I'm really, really lucky today for our 16th episode to be interviewing the winner of the first inaugural Game Plan U Founder Sports Tech Sprint Competition, Andrew Narr. Um, he is an amazing person. He's done so much um, with his platform, but just has an, uh, you know, 30 plus years with uh, media communications, um, strategic communications, just um, has done so much in the world of, um, of technology with his platform as well. And I, I, I think that you all are going to really be impressed by what he does. I'm going to bring him on um, in a couple of seconds, but I want to thank you for being here today. Um, I want to encourage you to um, click that like button and subscribe to the Game Plan U channel because um, we've got more of these podcasts coming at you with great content because what we want to do is provide you all with the ability to connect with people who are doing great things in the industry. This specific podcast is about getting into those six inches in between your ears, really helping you to understand how a founder does it. How does someone develop a startup? How do they work through struggles, difficult situations, barriers that they think may block them from achieving their goals, yet they still do it. We all need stories of inspiration. We all need people to guide us, to pull us up as we're coming through the through the ranks and, and trying to build ourselves. So um, that's what this podcast is about. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Andrew. Uh, Andrew, great to meet you today. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> So excited to have you here. Um, I I met you this this past year, right through the right through the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's been so wonderful to get to know you, to get to know about you and and your platform, but really just who you are as a person. Um, so I'm just so excited to talk today and and to get connected. So um, why don't you just start off with you know telling us a little bit more about yourself and about. Sure. Yeah, about the Media X Partners Inc. that you are um, founder and CEO of, and whose first platform is Rakodi, which right. is uh, which is the startup that actually won the Sprint competition. So, why don't you go yeah. and tell? I will. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I am the son of a uh, Baptist minister and a teacher, uh, actually a reading specialist. Um, both of them uh, had a great influence uh, on me in so many different ways, but especially when it comes to uh, wanting to learn more, wanting to um, expand my creative abilities, uh, also uh, the uh, learning to be empathetic with people, uh, learning uh, how to uh, be part of a community uh, as well. Uh, that really helped me through my career because it ultimately led into 
a very blessed career in uh, marketing and public relations and now social media, getting to work with some great people, some great companies, some great global brands, but also some uh, really interesting dynamic startups across all sorts of fields and in, uh, uh, in education, life sciences, biotech, consumer. Uh, so I've been very, very fortunate uh, from that. And uh, But there was one point uh, a few years ago where I said, you know what, I want to keep a good idea for myself and um, and start start a company and uh and that uh, that company's media x partners and uh, that pro- that product is for cody uh which is something that's uh very near and dear to my heart because it's it's a product around uh enabling people to preserve and share and relive their favorite memories uh because that's out of the life that i had I've had a very memorable life um, had great uh, family history um, had a very strong, close-knit family where we were together for most holidays. Uh, I've been able to take a lot of trips as a as a young person. Um, you know, had great great experiences in uh, college and in the business world, and great friendships and things like that. And uh, so those friendships uh, and those uh, relationships are very important to me. So it's nice to be able to build something that really reflects. Uh, my own personal experiences and my own personal uh, set of values. And and I love it. And and the way that we found you is that, you know, you really initially were looking for a, a way that Ricotti can interact with teams and Correct. mediums. Correct. And so yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your vision for that? Yeah, uh, it was uh, very interesting uh, when we had the original prototype for Ricotti, which is targeted at at the consumer uh, application so to allow family and friends to build build out multimedia uh, digital scrapbooks and then keep it on their own personal library that Ricotti is mm-hmm. uh, as, as we were testing that uh, with about a thousand influencers um, pe- you know people that were involved with uh, uh, food blog and travel pe- people that do a lot of content a lot of multimedia content that type of thing. Uh, we started to hear from some people to say this might be a really interesting ap- application in, in the sports and entertainment world. And of course, this is this was pre-COVID, uh, where you know fan engagement was starting starting to become a bigger issue, started to become a bigger priority. Um, also, sponsors were kind of looking for more digital type campaigns because uh, there's a, there was a greater priority put on, on getting good analytics to see the ROI. Uh, on, on their sponsorship investment was it good enough just to have the sign out in center field or you know the the, the placards down by court side you know that type of thing so they were looking for more digital uh, uh, programs so um, so we took it in and started you know talking to uh, people at division one uh, athletic departments and 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 pro teams it had tremendous uh, response uh, which really blew blew me away because I thought one it would be uh, and it was fortunate for having some really good connections who opened the doors uh, for me. So they they liked the product. So they uh, they kind of did a little pre selling for us, you know, because these teams are hit up every week, you know, with countless people trying to sell technologies and solutions into them and that type of thing. So you know you know it's 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 a great blessing if you can get in 
the door to talk to someone. So you better make it worthwhile. Uh, what was really fortunate was in the uh, first meeting that we had, uh, it was scheduled for 30 minutes and it ended up being two hours because they, and, and, and this was a great learning for me for future meetings was they brought in a sponsorship person and they brought in a ticket salesperson. And so because they started seeing that Ricotti wasn't just another social media platform, that it was built and and now we could being a marketing PR person, I was talking to them as a peer, not as a technology wizard trying to wow them, you know, with all these fancy features. It was understand that I understood what it's like, you know, what they needed to do. Um, and so then they understood that, hey, this is something that can generate not only greater fan engagement for us, but it has the possibility of generating and replacing some of this uh, revenue, becoming a really uh, a solid revenue stream for us going forward. So they could see that if they were to use our product, that there would be a true return on investment. It wouldn't just be another piece of technology that would be in there. So, so that was good because they started to really just share what they were needing and what they were looking for. And, and, and so we, it was just fantastic that they would feel free to offer really to a stranger um, to offer their insights and like, oh, they needed this and they whatever and that type of thing. And also some great learnings about once the product was finished, how to really you know, come back, but also how to go and approach other, other people as well. Uh, in, in in selling the product, so it it has been a fantastic journey. I, I couldn't have been uh, uh, more blessed to have those type of insights. Uh, you know, like I said, meeting for the first time and and people getting excited about it because too they they also saw that it, it was funny. There were several meetings where we had people go, you know what you ought to do a consumer product out of this because I would love to preserve my own family memories, you know, and that kind of thing. I said, well, we've, we've thought about it. So yeah, we'll, 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 we'll keep it on the list. So that, that was nice too, that they saw the other application, you know, the application for it. And that's, uh, that has been really um, beneficial for us. So it, it's, it's put us in a good uh, position uh, where you know people have been very enthusiastic about it and have been willing to wait, you know, for the product. Uh, so we're so we feel, we feel like it's been very productive that we uh, we really didn't pivot. We just put more of a priority to roll out uh, and expand our business model to go after sports and entertainment because for one, there's you know there's built-in community there. I mean, there are, there are people that share these passions and they share these memories and, and these experiences. Uh, and it's not just about being at games, but it's, it's watching it. It's just following the team, your whole life being invested. Uh, mm -hmm. And so it's also a fantastic way to teach uh, the larger population of, about Ricotti and how to use it. So if they do transition to the consumer platform, a lot of them will have this great, experience through their favorite teams or favorite entertainers. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that, you know, it's really focused on creating memories and ways for right. and teams to mm -hmm. engage in those memories. And guess what? You can, you can monetize it as well. You know, <laughs> that's right. Well, and it, you know, it's, it's, I think it's just one of those things where it, it seems like, well, anybody should be doing it, but it gets overlooked because I think, 
when you get into technology related uh, issues or solutions, uh, you're always kind of looking for something that has a big wow factor and seems sexy, you know, and we look at, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, automated uh, or uh, augmented reality, you know, different things like that that sound like really cool. But you know what, I think there's, and, and those are great and all that plays a part. But when the team step back and realize the bond that they have with these fans is based on the memories that they've created with them. Right. And, and there, there really is not a repository for those fans to, to share those memories. And, and that also is a great, opportunity now because I, I know teams are all talking about wanting to have more personalized content more personalized experiences well that's you can't get more personal than than the memories that you and and the thing is the teams have created them so the team should be owning those you know the team should want to go and and bring those back in under their brand and control it and and have that you know have that experience uh, because it, you know, it it is there. It, it is unique between that team, you know, and and that fan or that entertainer and and that fan. So, um, so it was like one of those. We realized we weren't the sexy thing, but we we but we built something that we felt like was very cool and fun to use uh, to to make it easy for them yeah. to say that yeah, this is something that. Uh, this this is a marketing approach that we want to take. Absolutely, and you know, given given the state that our world is in right now, um, people not being able to connect with people, feeling, you know, like like things have just stopped and and ended, and and people really, I think, paying attention more now than ever to how important relationships are and how important connection is, uh, whether it's virtually or in person, and, and really knowing that um, virtual is all we have right now. Um, I, I just think that Rakodi has such a um, an important space right now for for our fans, you know, for the fans of, of, of sports and and just in general for for families and um, and and things of that nature, uh, groups of that nature because at the end of the day, um, you know, everything is uncertain. Uh, there are That's no right. guarantees in life, and, right. and to be able to have a place to go to where these where these memories can be shared and just mm -hmm. celebrated and mm -hmm. and 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 you know looked at, I think is is just incredibly powerful. It it is, and uh, it, it the actual inspiration for my vision of Ricotti, uh came from when I had to announce to the world because people were still uh, ask, requesting for my father, even though he'd been retired for 15 years, we're still requesting for my father to do a family funeral or do a wedding or something because he had done it for generations for mm -hmm. people. They were, they had been calling the church asking, hey, could you convince Brother Wayne? And the, and the, and the poor pastor that was there was like, well, I don't know, you know, let me talk to the family. And they were even, they would call funeral homes and have the funeral homes call me to beg me that came to your dad because we just can't we can't think of anybody else doing these things for our family because he's been there for generations but when i put the story out that uh, that dad was dealing with alzheimer's and couldn't do that Ma, and my mom's health was failing as well um i just got this cascade of, of people sharing their favorite memories and how my parents affected their lives and it was you know 
it was text, it was emails, it was social posts, it was people sending pictures, some even digitized videos and sent it to me and things like that. And that was kind of the inspiration for wouldn't it be nice to have this kind of open digital book repository where people could come in and 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 integrate all these assets, but then also tell the story, you know, put the text on top. It's not, you know, we look at pictures and we're still going, well, who's that and why? Why are they there? That we always want to know the story behind that. So we try to facilitate the multimedia aspect, but the 360 being able to tell the narrative as well. And um, so that's really where it, it started. What was from that? Because I was finding stories I didn't even know. You know that, and and I think that's that also is the power of Ricotti is that because it's this collaborative community. Um, this collaborative aspect that you're going to find out stories and bits and pieces of information that you didn't know exist. And how great is that? And and and, and we try to make it to where whatever you have to share, may, you may not have a picture, but you may have a story that you can type out and share. Well, that's just as important as anything else. So it's 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 to allow everybody to be able to participate in this and. Uh, you know, we're we're going through a very hard time right now in our family because we we uh, lost a very dear aunt and a cousin this past weekend to uh, a, an accident with a drunk driver. And, and our family's never experienced this kind of tragedy before. We've had, you know, mo- most of the deaths in our family have been from older age or, you know, there's been cancer like my dad with Alzheimer's. But we but we were prepared for those things. And, and even when the deaths come, it's still sad but nothing where the life was taken uh, through a tragedy like this. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing stories about my cousin and aunt that, of course, I never would have known because I'm, people are reaching out and saying things who I've never met, but they want to share. And that means the world to me. Well, what also is important to me is that not only facilitating that ability to share, but I want to go back and relive those things. I, you know, they're... they're there are days that I want to go back and, and relive, you know, trips with my parents and, and holidays with my family um, or the 2004 Red Sox meeting the Yankees, you know, and then finally breaking the curse uh, or my Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Uh, like, you know, though, though that's how we're wired as humans. And like you said, um, with the pandemic, it has really, I think, put a bigger focus on that. And even for people who didn't seem sentimental before are more sentimental now because they realize those things that you kind of take for granted or the ability to just go out and be and do and travel and those kind of things, those can be taken away in a, in a second. Yeah. And, 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 and we just feel lost because we need those relationships. We need those experiences. Um, so we want Ricotti to be able to, you know, to help facilitate that. And two, just, uh, uh, I, was, uh, I don't know, three or four months ago, I decided, you know what, I want to just, just for fun, I want to Google nostalgia and COVID and just put in those two words. And there was a string of articles mm. that came up, which has been great for me because it's, it, it's really reinforced Ricotti, but it, but it's also shown that, COVID has, like you said, it has made people more nostalgic. Uh, and and I've even seen a term like the COVID generation about people that are 
you know, they say it now and hopefully they will, but they really want to be about relationships and experiences and memories and making memories and reliving memories. You know, people were very nostalgic, you know, posting a lot of things online. I think a lot of the social content beyond the political stuff was people were putting up their favorite memories because they needed to, you know, they wanted to interact and they wanted, they wanted the people involved with that to also respond back to them so they could talk about it. So I, I think that's always there in humans, but, but COVID has really brought that, I think, to the surface. And I think we're going to see it be very much a part of people's lives and values going forward. Absolutely. And, and, and really highlighting um, all the things that we celebrate, but also helping us to remember some things that we may have lost or um, yes. how things have changed in our lives, which can help us to, to move forward, can bring closure right. to situations and things of that nature. But I want to, I want to shift gears a tiny bit, um, you know, keeping, keeping in line with, you know, the fact that life is precious that, that, um, you know, this COVID pandemic has certainly brought out more um, nostalgia in a lot of people realizing how relationships are. Um, and, and you spoke about, and I'm so sorry for the loss of your aunt and, and your, I know that it's been um, a really, really difficult time over these last few days. Um, and, and here you are on this podcast with me, right? <laughs> and I know I emailed you and I said, you know, let's reschedule. Right. You know, it's probably a good idea. Right. Um, you, you, you got right back on and you said, you know what, but I want to get this in. I'd like to do it before, you know, we've got a lot of family stuff coming up and I think I can squeeze you in. I'm thinking Mike, you know, let me, <laughs> let's wait on this. You know, I want to push you, but, but, you're an entrepreneur at heart. I mean, and you also, you are also so passionate at, passionate about what you do. You're passionate right. about your, your product and, and what it does. And so I kind of want to speak to, I want, I'm hoping you can speak to that a little bit about, sure. about this, this drive that you have, even when things are tough, like mm. how, do you, how do you keep going? What is it that keeps you going when things feel like they may be falling apart a little bit? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's my faith definitely uh, is the greatest motivator. Uh, and then also really being, uh, um, having the role models in my parents uh, as far as understanding and being empathetic towards other people, knowing that uh, your life may be going well and things may be going well for you, but the person next to you may not be having a great day or a great life, or they may have just suffered a tragedy and you don't know where things could be happening. They're kind of out of their control and they feel helpless. And uh, so it, it it's always incumbent on um, myself to try to be as um, sensitive to other people around, try to do what I can uh, to be a you know role model for, uh, for my faith and just help other people. You know, I'm definitely well, beyond not being uh, perfect and, and miss out on opportunities. But, uh, but I just think that um, it, I, I, I've seen it, you know, I've seen people that had a great life and had a tragedy. I've seen people that you just didn't understand why it seemed like things were going against them. And 
and it just it's hard to reconcile but you know that um you're really put here for a purpose uh to do things and 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 it really kind of and i think hopefully that's in in some way ricotti is demonstrative of that philosophy is that everybody has a life everybody has memories everybody has friendships that they should be proud of and that they should be able to preserve and to and to relive and you you don't always have to be the wealthiest person or the best looking or the most successful in business or things like that but you can have a good life and you can have uh things that uh contribute and help other people and it can be done in a very quiet way but um but people should know those stories people should be able to have uh the ability to um to say that this is my life uh and i'm very very and, I, and i'm happy with it and i i just want to be able to be that person that even if it was a smile or saying how are you doing or um you know uh, you know hope you're doing hope you're doing okay just reaching out to people even strangers just 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 to be kind uh you you never know what that means and, and how that can affect people because i've had it myself i've had complete strangers you know I've, I've been out before and been a little down you know certain things or whatever but i've i've had complete strangers say hey how are you doing I said i hope you have a better day you know hope you have a good day and you know whatever and just just it seemed like just that they were acknowledging that I was there and that there was somebody who kind of just saw me and, and, and felt like it was worth their while to say something and be kind to me, uh, was a big help to me. And I thought, you know, how, how many times do we miss those opportunities just by simple acts of, um, of being there? And I, and I know even with what we're struggling with, uh, I know there are other people that are struggling, and so I don't want to miss out on what could be a help to other people uh, as well. It, 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 and my faith doesn't take away the the pain because the pain is there. Because again, we're humans; we we're wired for relationships. You know, the, those things are part of us. And when something is taken like that, you know, it 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 is hard. And it will be for you know a while, um, but we also have this innate ability to pick ourselves up and uh, and still go out and be productive and still be part of life. I know the best way I could honor you know my aunt and, and my cousin and my mom and my dad is is being a productive uh, citizen, being someone who's kind, being someone who shows. Uh, love and and empathy uh, to other people, just like they they did. Uh, so uh, so that that's the biggest motivation. Yeah, that and and I just I think you know it's a, it's incredible and such a testament to you and who you are as a person that even in your loss in this week, your focus is on other people and supporting other people and 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 helping other people, right? And I think yeah. more of us did a little bit more of that. At the end of the day, you know, you said that people have reached out to you on those days when you were having a bad day and they didn't know that you were having a bad day. Just that by being acknowledged, it just gives you a little bit of energy. It makes you feel like you're heard, you know? And I think at the yeah. end of the day, we just, we want to be heard. We want to be seen. We want to feel like 
we value we're valued and we mean something to people and so um, exactly yeah there was yeah. a great story that stuck with me and i and i've said it even a few times this week to some people but um my the the community where i grew up in which which i loved uh, also was a big farming ranching community and there was a lot of I learned then that just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean that you're always wearing the greatest things. Cause I knew some very wealthy farmers who drove a, you know, a 1950s Ford pickup and torn jeans and wore the same shirt. They'd, they'd dress up nice for church, but you know, you'd see them during the day and they'd open the door and their, and their hunting dog would jump out, you know, and that type of thing. And, um, but there was a gentleman who, uh, after he would do his cattle sale, you know, uh, gave his tithe to the church, but then always wanted to give something to dad because dad had you know, been a, you know, been his pastor for a long time, but had been there for the family during some things. And he just had a great affinity for my father. And my dad kept saying, oh, no, 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 you don't need to do that. You know, whatever I just want to do. And it was a, a few years later after, you know, my dad had turned him down and uh, he finally said, you know what, Brother Wayne, you're, you're robbing me of a blessing because this is something that God put on my heart to be able to do to you. And this is, this is a mission that I have. This is a way that I, I don't know other things to do. I can't sing, I can't do these things or whatever, but I can do this and I want to be able to, and that really knocked my dad for a loop when, you know, you realize that people have their own ways of expressing love and, 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 communicating and wanting to have a relationship and not every person does the same thing, but we need to allow those people to, you know, and embrace how people want to communicate, how the, the you know, the relationship they want to have. And, and again, appreciate what they do, what they bring to life mm -hmm. and what they do to help, you know, your family, your greater community, your church organizations, you know, schools, that type of thing. So, that's something I really try to remember is that somebody could wants to do something for me. It's because it's been put on their heart and we need, we need to accept that and embrace that. And, and accept help sometimes when that's, when that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think pe people think if they accept help, there's weakness uh, or, or that they're, they're mooching off of somebody or whatever. And, uh, and again, it comes back to, because I, I see this now, you know, when I'm with what's happened with my family is, um, you know, people are shocked and stunned, but they don't know what to do. They, they want, they're so desperate to, they, one, they want to communicate their love. They want to communicate their hurt, but they, a lot of times they just don't know what to do. It's, I, you know, and some of them it's like, well, I don't really want to give flowers because flowers, you know, go away. I'd like to donate money or I'd like to do this. Or I, I feel like I want to do something that's, that's productive, but beneficial for them. But I need some way to express myself through this. And, yeah. uh, and so you, you know, you're right to be able to say, Hey, I, I need the help. I need, I'm hurting or we need this or whatever. There's nothing. And that's one thing I've had to learn through the entrepreneur process was that it's the great irony is spending my years consulting with 
executives and my clients to go out and tell their story and do whatever and all this kind of thing. And then there are times it's like, well, I don't want to go up and ask that person, you know, for a meeting to show her Cody or, or talk to him about being an investor or just, you know, wanting to ask somebody about their journey too, you know, and so forth. So I, I'm, I'm constantly still, you know, having to grow in that, that realm myself. Well, and you know, and I do think it's so important that we that we offer our stories up, that we're not afraid to show vulnerability, that that we're open and honest and true about what's going on in our life. Because at the end of the day, it, I think it's. I mean, we can compartmentalize. We can go to work. We can do what we need to do. But I think it's really hard to separate out if something really terrible or difficult is happening in your life, and likewise, if something amazing and wonderful is happening in your life, I want to impact you in work. Um, right. With right. your colleagues, you know, with how you how productive you are, and so to, to not acknowledge it and to not pay attention to it, I think is a disservice in in the in the business world. And and I think that there's a movement and a push, especially with COVID right now, and and the the intersection between home and work becoming so intertwined right now, where it used to be more separate. Now you've got kids running yeah. in the background. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. This is yeah. life, right? And that's we're all right. and we all have bad days and we all have things that happen and and we keep going right we mm -hmm. pick our heads right. up and we keep going right yeah, so that's exactly right. could you talk a little bit about your your entrepreneurial mindset like what keeps you going i know you said your faith right and i think that's so it's probably at the crux of everything that you do um but what kinds of things do you say to yourself how do you prepare yourself for your day how do you get ready well i'm uh First of all, I just absolutely love what I'm doing. I love being an entrepreneur. I love being in this position, but I love my product too. I I, I just really, I, there's no other way to put it. But I, I I just I just love the product. I I love waking up in the morning thinking, who am I going to get to talk to today about Ricotti? you know and, and being able to share that share that vision because i've seen the emotional response from people uh to talk about uh, the the product and when you you know you mention it um it, it people get emotional about it i i've had grown men cry talking about gosh i wish i had this um you know back then of course they're you know they can't wait for it but it's like when you know when my parents died yeah. and you know the these uh and, and and i've had so many people talk about that just when they start sharing memories and the emotions that it evokes but the the also the the feeling of thinking i there's going to be something there that's going to have all these memories that i can just keep going back to over and over and over again um that's tremendous motive, you know, tremendous motivation. And then when you, you know, are able to say, yeah, for, you know, if you're a fan of so-and-so being able to go back and relive those things and, and to see the people with the teams get excited, but the fans, you know, that you talk to about, Oh man, that's so cool. I would love to do this. I have all these, you know, all these things uh, that I wish I could, you know, put together, and I'd love to be able to share that with others. So uh, uh, that's a, a huge motivation. Of course, it's it's also a great uh, intersection of my love for sports 
uh, and my love for technology and my love for for business. So it's all these, you know, all these elements of my life that are important to me that I'm going getting to work out it, you know, every, every day. So it's, um, it's uh, so that, do, what, do what you love is I think the it, message there, it, right? It, it really is. I mean, I, I know people kind of poo poo that and I hear the, uh, well, it's not really following your passion, blah, blah, you know, that kind of thing. And, and it's, um, and I, I don't think that's necessarily true. I do think it is. There's a market difference when you're doing something that you love because you're, you're wanting one, you're wanting to see it through you're, you're, you're going to invest in it. Um, Sometimes it can, it can blind you. uh, And, but that's where you need other good people, you know, be willing to bring those other people around you that you are building a business, a long-term business that needs to bring returns and make, you know, make profits and those type of things. But that passion, uh, you need to have that to drive this thing forward. Cause you, uh, I mean, I ask like the teams that I've been looking at to do, you know, as our developers is my last question to them is, will you use this product? And if they're not willing to use it, I don't want them working on it because I, I want people who, who get excited about it, and say, oh, this is this this is what could be done with it. You know, that not not the idea of loading the features, but I, I want that same passion to go into not only myself, but the people who sell, the people who are developing it, you know, the people in finance, the people, you know, what whatever that um, you know, they're they're all willing to stake a claim to that vision and 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 also work out a passion as well. Because, I mean, how great is it to get up in the morning and think, I'm really getting to do something that I love like this. I mean, truly, love. there, there's actually nights I didn't want to go to bed <laughs> because I was so excited about I'm getting to talk to somebody the next day about Rakoti. And it just had me so juiced that it's like sleep. Who needs sleep? I just I want to get to, you know, get to this meeting as quickly as possible. So I, I, I love that aspect of it. I do too. And I think it's so important what you're talking about is we get energy from passion and purpose. You know, right. I mean, yeah, we need to sleep and 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 we need to eat the right things. Like that's mm-hmm. that's but when you're when you're excited, when you are passionate about something, sometimes you forget to eat and sometimes you don't sleep as much because there's so yeah. much adrenaline inside you because you're so excited about what it is that you're able to do. So right. I, I Love that advice that you know be passionate about what you yeah. what you want to do go for it um put all your energy into it and, exactly. and what two other things too you know you talked about um people and and that passion right so, so energy and purpose but then people and passion like surrounding yourself with people who are just as passionate as you are about what it is that you're doing right, right. and and exactly. um, and and really surrounding yourself with people that can also support what it is yeah. that you want to do and how you that, want to do it. That, that's exactly right because it, it it's you you can't do it as a one person. Um, uh, that you do need other people around you who are specialists and really lean on them. And there's um, great lessons to be learned from all of them. That's uh, you know I I'm I'm trying to be better as an entrepreneur, being better educated. Um, you know, knowing those things, even though I consulted, you know, with businesses before and then really tried to understand their business before 
I would even, you know, give them recommendations. I, I felt like I had to be immersed in their businesses to truly understand, you know, to give them the proper perspective, you know, in creating the right strategies and things like that. But yeah, it's really, really, and, and, and that's where Game Plan U has really played a huge part in my growth over the last year was, um, uh, I've, I've talked to other founders and we always, we always keep coming back to being a founder is a lonely business. And, 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 and a lot of times you are a founder, you're a solo entrepreneur, you're, you're, it, it's you, it's your idea. You might be fortunate to have, you know, a co-founder, but for the most part, it's you and your idea and what you're trying to do. Uh, and it, and it does feel very lonely because you don't know sometimes where to turn and you're afraid to reach out again and ask for help and yeah. things like that. So what I loved about the dynamic of Game Plan U was that it was bringing really everybody together. And while the mission was to help open doors for investment relationships and strategic partnerships and sales, you know, that type of thing, the, at the real core is to really help the the founders have a place to come and just say, hey, here's what's going on. I don't, you know, I'm struggling with this or I want to do this or whatever that, that you didn't feel alone, that you, you, you knew that there was, you know, there's some other great people out there that have great ideas and, you know, you wanted to support them and see what they're going through as well. Uh, so, you know, the term cohort was uh, is very applicable here and very relevant because you do feel like you're now you're part of a group that understands what you're going through. Uh, and you want to see each other win and you want to help support them uh, the way that you can. So it, yeah, it's, it's been an uh, incredibly valuable experience and incredibly valuable uh, and looking, you know, hoping to have relationships with these people well beyond, you know, when, once we kind of leave game playing you, but, um, but I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think you've given such great advice to people who are watching, who may be struggling, who may be going through difficult things to uh, to reach out, to not go it alone, to ask for help, not be afraid to ask for help and to, um, you know, put your heart and soul into things that are meaningful and purposeful for you mm -hmm. that give you drive and give you energy to keep going. And I really I just love that advice. Um, we are so happy and proud at 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 Game Plan U for for the the growth that that Ricotti has made that you have yeah. generated over Thank the last you. year it's just been yeah. amazing and we're so excited about what's to come and yeah. and Me and too. it's just it's going to be awesome and we're just we're yeah. so excited for you um Thank and you. we're we're even more excited that you're part of our community and that um i you know i know that there'll be there'll be a time where you won't need the services but we hope that you'll always be a part of our family uh, and your expertise and share your um share your, your innovation because <laughs> well, having you I hope to be I hope to be part of the graduate program at Game Plan U. So yes. uh yes. for all the people that have gone on and having success to be there and be part of helping the yeah. the next classes that are coming up. And uh, uh yeah okay. it's it's uh, I, I it means means a lot and I'm really looking forward to this year. Obviously we're we're really poised for some fantastic things to happen and so much of that is is a direct result of gameplay you. Awesome. So if if people want to get in touch with that, I put these up a couple times through through yes. your session today, but this is your email if people want to contact you. Right. Please do. 
Really? Yeah, and LinkedIn, check check with me on LinkedIn. You know, I'd love to be able to talk with other entrepreneurs, whether or not you're in the sports world or not. But uh, and then obviously, if you're interested in Ricotti, please, uh, you know, let 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 me know because we're very excited to show show that to people and demonstrate it how it can. Uh, we we think it's a really unique uh, platform um, that can bring a lot of. Um, a lot of success in your marketing and fan engagement. So. I agree. It is. And it's going to be, it's going to be a staple. I think at most, uh, uh, most with most professional sports teams, just, just looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> looking forward to that. Among other things, not just sports, but just life in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I want to, I want to thank you for being a guest here today. I really, really thank appreciate you being here. Um, again, Game Plan U is rolling out a whole new model in the next couple of weeks, uh, an exciting platform that's going to bring our founders even closer together and give you even more opportunities to connect, engage, interact, and grow and learn from other founders. It's this amazing marketplace that we are putting together. And we're so excited about its rollout. So if you are at all, um, you know, thinking about your business, your startup, getting into this community, please don't hesitate to connect with us. Um, you can you can email me for more information about that at denise at gameplanu.org. Um, and we're just, uh, you know, again, so excited to have you on the podcast today, Andrew. I want to thank you. Yeah. And if, you, if you want to hear more, if you want to learn more about Game Plan, you click the subscribe button and uh, we look forward to seeing you all soon. Take care and have a great day.